0: Where does creativity fit into compliance? In more places than you think. Problem solving, accountability, communication, and connection, they all take creativity. Join your hosts, Tom Fox and Ronnie Feldman, on Creativity and Compliance, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to a special five-part podcast series that Ronnie Feldman and I have put together for Compliance Week 2019. In this podcast series, we present some different things that you can do during Compliance Week to jumpstart your compliance communications program. So in Episode 1, we debate whether Compliance Week is BS, Ronnie's position, or my position, that no, it's important and significant. We also talk about the concept of a petting zoo for compliance. In Episode 2, we talk about the use of talk shows as a way to communicate. In Episode 3, we consider contests and games you can put on. In Episode 4, we give a potpourri of other ideas which would work for you during Compliance Weekend. In Episode 5, we wrap up around education and influence and how to use Compliance Week really is a starting point for a great communication strategy throughout the year. I know you will find this useful, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Ronnie and I had a lot of fun putting it together for you. Thanks again for listening. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox and Ronnie Feldman back again for another episode in our series on things you can do during Compliance Week. Ronnie, uh, welcome back.
1: Hey, i uh, always happy to share some fun ideas.
0: Well, Ronnie, we've entitled this episode Other Ideas. So what are some of the other ideas that uh, you think a compliance professional or a chief compliance officer could do for their employee customer base?
1: Well, I was just thinking about some of the – I try to cultivate a, a list of ideas from different things I've heard from from companies, some of them that we've done and some you can just sort of do on your own. And um, so the, there's the the typical thing, which is to bring in a, an outside speaker or a keynote. Now, there's some of them that I've seen that are really inspirational. Um, like um, I, I saw I, I was at a conference and I saw I, um, Amy Edmondson, Do you know Amy Edmondson. Well, we were at the same conference. Oh yeah, right, I forgot. <laughs> um, so she had uh, written a, a book about uh, psychological safety. Um, this was, I think it was would be particularly good for a leadership um, focused meeting. Now, her, her thing was all about um, the idea that, p- that, w- that the best organizations invite bad news, that you have to constantly reinforce the idea that, um, y- that your job as a, sub- a subordinate is to not just solve problems and bring good news, it's to point out the next problem uh, so that we can solve it and people's tendencies are to not want to do that because you want to please your boss. You, you know, you, you want your natural tendencies are to not bring up conflict. And her point being as a leader, you need to constantly reinforce the idea that we need people to speak up and bring bad news. Um, so I thought she was a really interesting speaker that ties pretty obviously, uh, to speak up culture. Um, the year before at that same conference, they had Stephen Covey who does a, um, a nice presentation about trust. Um, One of the things that me and my company does uh, in terms of a keynote is we teach improvisation. We did a whole podcast on this. I don't know if it came out, it's coming out before this or after, but the idea of doing uh, a keynote about how improv techniques, the techniques that improvisers use to uh, make comedy on stage are also great communication skill techniques to help you communicate with respect even when you disagree. Uh, so I found that that's like a really fun uh, kind of keynote, interactive keynote. Where you get employees actively doing an activity um, that actually they walk away with a couple of tips, practical tips on how to like diffuse emotion uh, so that we can be civil to each other even when we disagree. Um, have you had any uh, speakers that you've particularly uh, liked uh, on these subjects, Tom?
0: So on the, at the same ECI conference where we saw Amy Edmondson, whose presentation was quite powerful, uh, there was a fellow named Sam Silverstein, and Sam talks about accountability, and he talks about accountability between employees, between management and the workforce, and accountability as a way of uh, people working together, not that you do things on time. And I found his speech uh, very powerful Uh, his keynote, uh, very powerful as well. Here, um, once again, I've used this phrase throughout this podcast series, you're only limited by your imagination, but having someone come in who truly is a keynote speaker and can really uh, fire up people around a topic of trust, around a a topic of accountability, around a topic of ethical behavior, I think can resonate uh, in a way uh, that companies don't think about enough, and that I really like your idea of uh, having a keynote speaker uh, to celebrate uh, Compliance Week, because once again, it, it fits into my overall thinking that this is a celebration of compliance at the Compliance Week, but it's something that can be a springboard or uh, a con- leading a continuation of that discussion throughout the year.
1: Yeah. Well, and I want to point out that it doesn't always have to be on the nose, you know, like a, like I, the, I love these, these ones that we've mentioned, you know, we've called out, um, they talk about trust, accountability, the importance of speaking up. These are sort of on the nose topics, but with obviously, um, um, good presenters and speakers. Um, but I was uh, talking to a client, um, this is a couple years back, but it was a big uh, insurance company and they held like, uh, uh, an ethics-themed art show, and it, what they did was they, they basically curated a, a several pieces of art that had some tie-in to integrity or ethics um, and ha, ha, invite employees to go through the art show and think about um, those pieces of art and what it, uh, and what was inspired behind them, but basically it was a subtle way to talk about the importance of integrity, um, and it wasn't quite on the nose. So I do love the idea of um, thinking about other ways that you can engage employees about values, principles, and the fact that we're all in this together. Um, I think is a pretty interesting idea. Yeah, uh, what do you think about that? Uh,
0: absolutely, and it and it also. Uh, got me to think about Ronnie. Another example I I saw at another conference where a uh, woman named Dr. Kelly Pope, who is a fraud examiner uh, by professional training, uh, uh, CPA type, she put together a story of a church that had been defrauded. And the story part, though, was just the starting point because on each table at the conference, she had some materials such as balance sheets, such as records of check stubs, such as records of payments, uh, that was what she called the evidence. And then she would tell part of the story and then have the audience look through the evidence and uh, suggest what red flags that evidence may have raised and what questions you might want to ask going forward. And uh, it was a very, very powerful teaching tool. And because people, uh, I know this is an audio podcast, so you can't see what I'm about to do, but people could grab a hold of something and they could look at it. And uh, that made it even more powerful because they were reviewing the records. They were reviewing the documents. And we, we all felt like we were part of the team who was trying to solve this mystery or this puzzle. And I had not seen that technique used before, but uh, it, it was very strong.
1: That sounds pretty cool. Um, you know, what? it makes me think about the fact that, like, you know, we're talking about keynotes and speakers, but you also can um, – one of the things I, I don't think we've talked about yet is the idea of getting ethics and compliance out of the ethics and compliance office, um, right? <laughs> well, what I mean is, like, right. you don't want it to just be – No, you're
0: spot on, yeah. spot on. Like,
1: so uh, the, uh, the idea of, like, provide a, a – toolkit or um, uh, an ethical dilemma and talking points and give it to a manager or people leader. And during ethics compliance, we have them have that discussion. So you need to do a little work to kind of give them a, a fully uh, to, to help them help help the, uh, their employees. Um, but I think that's a fun way to take like maybe like the, the, these fraud stories or these hypotheticals or things that are in the news um, about uh, uh, different ethical uh, situations that come up in the world, provide it uh, to a people leader and have them do a lunch and learn or have them kick off a meeting during compliance week. Um, so then you're getting them having these discussions and you give them like a little help along the way so that you, you, know, you can kind of lead the witness so that they end up with the right answers.
0: So, Ronnie, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time for this episode, but I hope you'll join us again tomorrow for our concluding episode. We're going to wrap this up and give you some thoughts about the absolute need for you to continue the conversation throughout the year. So, uh, without asking you to say goodbye, Ronnie, could you say goodbye, Ronnie? (laughs) Goodbye, Goodbye, Ronnie. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for this episode of Creativity and Compliance. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.